What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The United States is at war. We know what we have to face and we are ready to face it. Fighting to make women equal. The president needs to get his wife under control. It's time all these little chocolate girls know that their lives matter too. Sometimes you have to forget politics, do the right thing, and trust the rest. The NBA playoffs are here, and so is DraftKings Sportsbook with the can't miss offer. Matt. What player our team has impressed you so far? I would have to say Anthony Edwards and the Minnesota Timberwolves going into Memphis, securing a nice little first game win. 
This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet during the first round with the same game parlays. Stay tuned later this week and Jack and I will create another all-to-smoke same game parlay. For those interested in the Daily Fantasy Sports Contest, DraftKings will have huge cash prizes up for grabs throughout the playoffs. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code SMOKE. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code SMOKE at DraftKings Sportsbook. Jack, this weekend uh, you touched on uh, something with your tweet. I'm going to read it. Defense is not a part of basketball no more. This is exactly what the league wants. I hate it. Mm -hmm. Elaborate. Um... There's no reason for fourth quarter playoffs where a guy can take the ball out after a made bucket and dribble from one end to the other end and lay it up. That's, that, that, that should never happen in the playoffs. It never happened when we, we, when we played. And I'm going to tell you this. If that would have happened when we played, coaches like Popovich going to sub the whole five out. <laughs> Welcome back to What's Burning. Playoffs are here. Um, but before we get to any of that, we got to welcome the newest member to the Showtime basketball family. Forgive him if he looks a little pale. He just got back from Coachella. He's off a cold bender, but he's in the building, man. Chandler Parsons, welcome to the family, bro. Thanks, guys. Appreciate bro, it. Good to have you. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Hey, man, you said you wanted to start getting into the media space, man. We brought you over to Death Row. I mean, yeah. Showtime and <laughs> Show basketball, and, and we made it happen, man. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. The playoffs are here. Um... Who have been some of the best performances uh, that you guys have seen over the uh, over the first game or so? I mean, obviously these young dudes with with Jordan Poole and with the Warriors and Anthony Edwards is yes. to me the one that sticks out the most. Obviously, because you know as the lower seed, they got the win. They go on the road into Memphis between the playing game and the, with the playing tournament with how he played, and then the first game. It's you know he was unbelievable for that. You know to be his first experience of that and him to ball out like that was nuts. Jack, what do you like most about Edwards game he's not afraid of the mm -hmm. big moments right. he step up to those big moments I think that was them um, getting that spot and playing uh, Memphis was a was bad luck for Memphis they wanted one they wanted an older team they wanted an older team they could run and be the young team and bully them they can't do that against Minnesota and that's what yeah and you got to think they got all they got a cat they got cat over there too an all-star one of the best big men in the league so they're in trouble so switching gears a little bit, we touched base on a couple of these guys, but the young guns, uh, Jordan Poole, uh, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Maxey over in uh, Philadelphia, this new inf uh, infliction of uh, younger players, normally it takes a little bit. You want bets during the playoffs, but these younger players have come out and, and really you know, made a name for themselves early on in their careers. Jack, uh, thoughts on these young boys just not afraid of the big moments? I think, you know, not only are they, they're not afraid, Matt, but they get an opportunity. Yep. You know, a lot of times when we was in the league, the young guys, the older coaches mm -hmm. didn't want to play them or right. even yeah. give them a shot in these big moments. Yep. But these young guys are taking advantage of the opportunity. So shout out to the coaches that's, that's giving these young guys uh, the opportunity and having confidence in them. Yeah. So yeah. next up, uh, injuries, uh, particularly to Luca, um, whose original light calf strain, they're realizing it's more than that. Uh, me having calf strains, I know those are – a lot more serious than people may think they are. And if you come back too early, it could be catastrophic. So I'm not – I'm hopeful that he'll return, but Luca may not return in the first round. I don't think enough people are kind of talking about that. Uh, how important is he, do you feel, to the Dallas Mavericks? I mean, that's – 
Luca is the Mavs, right? He's Period. the guy there. He's in, like you said, the calf is nothing. You you can't mess with that. Like that's kind of something that's going to linger. It's going to bother him. And from what I've heard, it's worse than they're perceiving it to be. So I don't see him playing. If he does, I think he's going to, it's kind of scary with how right. young he is and his future is so bright. So I think they're going to be cautious with it. But yeah, I mean, with Luca, I like the Mavs. Without him, right. I don't no know. Telling. Yeah. Because I haven't really, you know, Jack and I both haven't really trusted the Jazz, but this may be their time to be able to. It's a good you know, break for them. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, Luca list. Well, you know, doing, doing everybody's playoff run along the way, some teams dealt with a team that has an injured player to get them through a series. Like I always mm -hmm. say, when we won the championship, when we played Dallas, Dirk was hurt. Right. You know what I mean? And so look at uh, Phoenix last year. They played, they played a lot of teams, a lot of teams hurt. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes that's just a part of it. Right. You know, you don't wish nobody hurt, but yeah. that's what you, you know what I'm saying? You can look at the Clippers. Paul George couldn't play in yeah, the one yeah. game that mattered all year long. Right. Yep. Crazy. Um, Jack, only a game in for most of these series, but so far what series has stood out to you the most as the most exciting? Uh, the Brooklyn and the Celtics series for sure. Oh, um, I actually, I actually um, love the different swings, you know, Going into the fourth quarter, Brooklyn was down, and they get in the fourth quarter, and Kyrie go crazy. Then the end, you know, the end is shot by Tatum just to even, just to have the wherewithal to think, the time clock and the spin and lay it up. You right. know what I'm saying? Just 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 the whole di dynamic and Kyrie, you know, with all that with the fans. That's just more of the, the most entertaining series yeah. for me right now. Well, that's what I want to get into next. Uh, you know, obviously you and I were outspoken, you a little <laughs> less, but um, the treatment of the Boston fans to me, what first and foremost, this is what makes sports sports. I love crazy fans but obviously i think it's been well documented the past few years that fans have crossed the lines with certain things um and Kyrie decided to retaliate um with multiple flip-offs and and, and and telling people to suck his dick and all this other kind of things and <laughs> unfortunately he'll probably be fined but as former athletes here we know how bad and how nasty crowds can get what was your thought when you saw kind of his antics because that's not normally him yeah. and he explained after like there's only so much you could take right i mean it's tough i i i totally understand it i understand where he's coming from i can't agree with it obviously he's a professional he's in the spotlight this is just what comes with it but on the same time like he said there's only so much you can take there's a guy that guy would never say no that on the street or in a bar he'd never come up to you and call you a pussy or overpaid or right. you know whatever so the fact that he thinks he can just buy a ticket and these fans can just be so unruly and, and talk to these professional athletes like that is nuts. But at the same time, you have to have accountability to kind of keep your composure and, and not do things like that as well. Because he's going to get a big fine and they could, they could, what if they suspended him and it ruins this, this or what if, you know, who knows what's going to happen? Probably not that, but like, it's not the best look. You got to have your, you got to have your, you know, emotions in check during the, especially in the playoffs. And, but this is what makes it fun. This is right. what, and, and by the way, Kyrie's got to know it's only going to get worse the next game yep, too right. now. So yep. he's fueling their fire, and it's right. which is great for entertainment and it's great for the fans. But yeah, he's got to keep his cool a little bit. They're also fueling his fire, Jack. What were your thoughts on yeah. the situation? You can do that shit on IG, but you can't do it in person. Right. Where I can see you and, and respond to your face eye to eye, just like you responded to me. And then what the worst part is, this but it's it's got to the point where they got the phones. Look, Kyrie, you bitch. Looking Kyrie, for a reaction. You know what I'm saying? Kyrie, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Trying to go viral and shit like that. Like, it's getting to the point where if the people in the stadium not going to shut that down, then what we are, we, yeah. we got to protect ourselves right, and respond. Right, like, I, 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 I agree with Kyrie. He at the point now where 
I'm giving you the same energy that you give me. Right, yeah. I'm coming here to play basketball and put on a show, but if you're giving me negative energy, then goddamn it, you're going to get some back. Well, it has yeah. to, there has to, to me, be some kind of common ground or middle line because there's no way they're going to be able to hold fans all the way accountable for the shit they say, and they say yeah. some foul shit. So I think in retaliation, obviously you don't want players just going off on cussing tirades and cussing right. all, all the fans. And that's it. He made a point. He's like, I'm not mad at all the boss fans, but there's a certain amount of fans that were disrespectful. To me, I don't really think he should get fined because although he said some wild shit, that's not as wild, I guarantee, as the shit he heard said yeah, to him. For sure. I had you a know? cardboard cutout <laughs> of me in a jail suit yeah. right under the goal on TNT. Yeah. Nobody told him to move it. Am I lying? Yeah, Nobody said move it, take it down or nothing. So yeah. why is it a problem when someone a player responds? I don't right. think it is. We can right. just take public public embarrassment, but they yeah. can't. Yeah. Right. It's no. crazy. So it's, it's, it's not right. Yeah, I, I really think it has to. If anyone's gonna be held accountable, it's got to be everybody. Facts. You know, because like I said, the, the shit the fans are doing. You know, because there has been some fan altercations now and shit getting thrown in the stands and shit getting thrown at players and all kinds of stuff. So I think you touched on. I think when fans buy a ticket, they think that gives them the right to say and do whatever they want. And that's but the how do you how do you control truth. that? You can't. You put, you put it's damn impossible. Yeah, yeah, you can't. That's why I say it. there has to be a common ground. Yeah. I, like I don't think Ashley should be getting fined a bunch of money for retaliating because it's not like we're just going to go out there and cuss a fan out for no reason. And by the way, if you're a fan and you see Kyrie gets fined a hundred racks for this. They're gonna say even crazier shit the oh, next yeah. game to try right. and get him. Like yeah, they're, yeah. they love, they'll right. love that he right. got fined for that. And you think at the end of the day, these fans really don't hate the players. They say shit to get a reaction. No, yeah, they, they just want to get want a attention, reaction. Yeah. Period. They want a reaction. You get a reaction, but then the player gets fined for it. So that shit is weak. Anyway, Jack, this weekend uh, you touched on uh, something with your tweet. I'm gonna read it. Defense is not a part of basketball no more. This is exactly what the league wants wanted. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Elaborate. Um, it's no reason for fourth quarter playoffs where a guy can take the ball out after a made bucket and dribble from one end to the other end and lay it up. That's that 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 should never happen in the playoffs. It never happened when we we when we played. And I'm gonna tell you this: if that would have happened when we played. Coaches like Popovich finna sub the whole five out. <laughs> that don't happen in a play. I'm, I'm just sorry. It, it's no attention to detail, and and and, it, and it's no attention to actually uh, stop to, to like I said, focus on defense because those things like it's, it's too many breakdowns in the defense. It's too many layups and on mismatches and like it's just not attention to detail to defense no more in the league. And we are we we know they wanted a, a scoring league. And that's what it is now. But I still think even though Boston, they play hard on defense, they compete. I just think as a whole, and I'm not singling out one team, I'm just thinking as a whole, defense is not as important as it used to be. I would agree with that. But is that, to me, is that more on players or more on the rules of the game? It's the players and the rules of the game. Because if, if, if they change the rules, they've changed rules when we played. But we figured out how to still be aggressive and get away with being aggressive. Bruce Bowen. They changed the rules two or three times when he was in the league, but he stayed aggressive. He stayed one of the top defenders. So it, it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't really the rules. The players got to learn how to adjust. I will say I like that. Uh, I liked how physical the Boston-Brooklyn uh, game was. I mean, they were oh, – that was a physical – to me, that was kind of playoff basketball. And I think everyone – the announcer spoke on it. Katie spoke on it after the game, just how physical – um, that wasn't to me. I think that's good for basketball. I mean, I understand, you know, where you take it. They want highlights. They want, you know, they want threes. They want dunks. They want high-scoring games. But playoffs to me has to be, you know, that's when you lock in, you know. But we'll have to see how that goes. But, but I really liked it. And then there was another, you know, kind of below 100-point game in uh, Chicago and, and Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. You know, both those teams were going at it. So mm-hmm. there's a little bit of defense being played, but not much. 
I mean, Jack was a, a was a two way guy. I was more of a defensive player. You, someone who obviously made your money on the offensive end. What are your thoughts on just the way the game is called today and and played? Yeah, I mean, even from when you guys played to when I played to now, it's just the physicality is a lot less, right? Mm -hmm. You're gonna now your star players. You're just trying not to get in foul trouble now because you can't play as physical. Um, but yeah, I see it both ways. I think now with with all the exciting three point shooting, everything, the league, the fans, they love offense, right? But now you're starting to see like guys like Patrick Beverly. These guys are getting attention for, mm -hmm. for playing defense, how every regular guard played when we played, right, right, or right back in the cool. day. But now they're like an anomaly, and now right. it's like a new crazy thing up. when you play defense and lock up and scream. Like <laughs> now, <laughs> now it's nuts. Now he's like one of a kind doing right. that. When back in the day, that was just the a normal norm. guard playing right. like clamping. Yeah, Facts. Uh, that's exactly what it Facts. is. Well, obviously, we've been talking about the teams that are in the playoffs and, and a team that's not in the playoffs, but still obviously gets talked about is the Los Angeles Lakers. Hey, you know, when you start talking, I wish I had the trumpet, you know, that. Oh, uh, here. Oh, man, that would have been perfect right now talking about these. Uh, you know, obviously, odds on favor at the beginning of the season to possibly bring home another championship uh, for the Lakers. Uh, to me, the main reason was injuries, uh, but some people would say, you know, pieces didn't fit. Um, Obviously, they fired Frank Vogel. He was going to be a casualty of war. I'm not necessarily sure it was his fault, um, but that's an, that's an easy kill and, and, and to be able to bring someone in. Um, they got two years, $78.5 million left for Anthony Davis, plus a player option. Russell Westbrook next year will make $47 million. He'll opt into his player option. Braun has one more year left at $44.4 million. Mm. And uh, Taylor Horton-Tucker... One year at $10 million plus $11 million player option. Chandler, I'll start with you. I mean, with no significant draft picks, not yeah. very much salary cap space, uh, what do you see happening this offseason and the next season for the Lakers? Honestly, I, I think they're in trouble. I think, uh, you know what they do? They need to leave flexibility for the guys at the end of the bench, right? They always give these guaranteed deals to the, you know, Kent Bazemore, Dwight Howard. Top and these teams like Golden State, they leave flexibility and then a guy like Gary Payton Jr. blossoms and who <clears throat> didn't start on a guaranteed contract. Lakers didn't do that. I think the Taylor Horton Tucker deal was awful. They should have kept Caruso, who's mm -hmm. huge Killer. for Chicago. Um, yeah, they're making Russ and <clears throat> Vogel the scapegoats. I think they got to figure out the Russ situation. Even if it's a lateral move, he's not happy. They're not, he's out of there. Even if it's someone for like John Wall or something, they just got to switch it up. But obviously it's going to start with the coach and it's got to be someone that LeBron respects. It's got to be someone. I like Quinn Snyder. I think what he's done in Utah mm. is unbelievable. Yes. I think he's a real coach. He's offensive-minded. He he can relate to players. But if it's not someone like him, I think they go with like a Fizz or someone that LeBron fucks with. Mm. Jack, thoughts on this team? And uh, for me, I just think you know everything went downhill when Jay Kidd left. That's just my honest opinion. I think Jay Jay Kidd was the glue. Um, you know, we can say injuries and all that, but AD is is AD. He's not going to change. He's not just going to all of a sudden turn into LeBron and spend a million dollars on his body and come back chiseled. Like AD is who he is, so we have to accept that. Yeah. You know what I mean? They had a, they had a great run, but I just I'm not going to just throw I'm not no, I'm not going to throw Russ under the bus. No. He led them in all categories except right. scoring. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to do that to Russ. Everything would start going down here with J. Kidd left. But uh, they got to figure this out. But like you said, that's a good thing, though. 
They got to leave some flexibility flexibility for the guys on the bench. And honestly, Palenka's, the, Palenka put this team together, right? Yep. Obviously, it's the risk you're willing to take when you have Anthony Davis making that much money when you got to almost factor in him being out sometime. Yep. But Rob Palenka put this old team together with not a lot of flexibility yep. with a coach no one really respected in the beginning. So like, I think that was the key. Yeah, it wasn't like, so much of him not being a good coach. You have to have that respect, especially when you're playing with a team full of older future Hall of Famers. Right. First and foremost. But you guys both brought up a point, and obviously, you know, some of the injuries this year, Anthony Davis, they would have fucked anyone up. But knowing his track record and his history, he's got a two plus one left. Would you entertain deals in the offseason for Anthony Davis if you're the Lakers? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Ain't that it's still me. Even with all the injuries, you ain't finna find too much like Anthony Davis now. You can talk about that, but I ain't gonna be no fool. You know what I'm saying? This is still Anthony Davis. We talking about you can't name four or five, or two or three players like him that do what he does. But in his prime too, you, you know almost I mean? you almost so, got to go the other way and yeah. shop LeBron, knowing he might leave in a year or two. And it wasn't when a, his it son wasn't nothing serious though. See, it wasn't nothing serious. It was, it was an ankle. You know what I mean? It wasn't like he tore Achilles. It was just an ankle. No, so he'll be back. He'll be back. Right. Yeah. I'm not mad at that, but you threw something in there at the end. Like, do you take a look if 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 you're a GM? If you're a Palenka, would you take a look if someone offered you a crazy package for LeBron I mean, at this point? Ooh. Yeah, he's got one more year left. He's 36 years old. He's openly said he wants to play with his son. So, like, the minute his son goes to a contender or, you know, someone takes him, LeBron's going there. And if he's still a factor and he can still play, why am I building this team when it's, you know, this guy could possibly leave? And mm. we do have a piece like Anthony Davis who's in his prime that we can build around. So, yeah, I think I think it's they got to go younger. They got to, you know. That'll be a lot. He vouching for Mark Jackson. You get Mark Jackson the coach, then you leave. And then he oh, leaves, they'll right. kill him. Right. <laughs> they'll right. kill him. They'll pry. That'll be cold. <laughs> yeah. uh, next up on the radar, presented by DraftKings. Let's take the look at the odds on in each conference, um, starting with the Bucks. They're at plus 210. The Celtics are at plus 300. The Heat are at plus 380. The Nets are at plus 500. And the long shot, the 76ers, at plus 550. Uh, let's stay in the Eastern Conference. Uh, Chandler, out of those five teams, who intrigues you the most? <clears throat> Probably Brooklyn. Honestly, a plus 500 with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I'm, I'm, I'm taking the odds on that. I, that's, I love Brooklyn, and I'm a fan, and I hope they make a run, but I think we were talking about this off camera. Kyrie and KD have to be absolutely they incredible do. every single game. But I think everyone's talking about the Minnesota Timberwolves. They could beat Memphis. I think Boston, or I think Ooh. Brooklyn can still come back and beat, but they could have won game one no, easily. And, and like, KD right. was nine for 24 right. from the field. He's not going to have another one of those. Jack, out of those group of people, uh, to me, what team do you feel like is the best? And if you were betting, what team would you bet with? Uh, the, the team I feel like is the best at right now is the Bucks. Yeah. But the team I would bet with is I'm going with CP is the Nets because I think they could turn around. Just I'm – I'm really looking at the coaching right now, not as much as the players. They've been doing a lot all year. I'm looking at the coaching right now because that's what's going to really matter more than anything else. Heading over to the West, uh, odds-on favorite overall, Phoenix Suns are minus 115. The Lakers made a big – excuse me. Whew, the Warriors made a big jump at plus 320. <laughs> Grizzlies come in the third slot at plus 650. And the long shot, Utah Jazz at plus 700. Um, Jack, out of those four teams, the best team 
And if you were betting, who would you roll with? Uh, the best team is definitely Phoenix right now, man. They just they they rolling, bro. And Shout they out do, CP. Yeah. CP, you did your thing last night, bro. I need I meant to text you, but your old ass is out there doing your thing, bro. They've been rolling for a minute, and that's how you want to go into the playoffs the way they playing. But I'm going with the Warriors, man. Man, you said this on the show. If they get a healthy team and everybody's back, it's gonna be a problem. Mm. You know what I mean? And and I would I would definitely go with them. That I, I got a chance to do ESPN radio for game one in um, San Francisco, and they put a lineup of Dre at the five, Wiggins at the four, Clay at the three, Poole at the two, and Steph at the one. That's tough. I haven't seen an offensive lineup like that in a That's minute. That's crazy. In a minute. So we got to think of a new nickname for that team. Yeah. Um, Chandler, same thing. Best team and who <laughs> um, you bet on. Yeah, I mean, I love the best team's Phoenix by far. Best team all year long. Uh, and I agree, Bucks best in the East. But, I mean, the odds don't really move it from here. I think Phoenix is going to win the West. So I'll take them as the worst odds because mm-hmm. I think they're going to win it no matter what. I do like the Warriors' odds if I was going to go some another direction. But, no, I'll take the Suns minus Suns 115. Tough, yeah. Suns are tough. Everybody's playing their part, too. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans, to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. 
Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Let's go again. One more. One more. One more there. Oh man. I love it, bro. Now we want to welcome to the show UCLA's prize recruit. I say that proudly. Amari Bailey. Too. I would. Welcome too. to What's Burning, bro. What's up, bro? How you feeling? Good. So, five-star, McDonald's All-American, uh, Jordan Classic, Iverson Classic. MVP. Oh, right. You calling it now? Yeah. yeah. Talk to him. Because he on my squad, so, you know, I'm going to let him rock. He's been killing his whole life, you know what I mean? So, it's time <laughs> to keep killing. You know, I'm going to let him rock. So, you were at uh, Sierra Canyon with a lot of other notable names. Uh, what was that experience like? Man, it was... Um... It was definitely a roller coaster, to say the least. I think, like during like my high school experience, I got to go through a lot of things that some like other kids wouldn't really be able right. to go through. Uh, knowing like uh, when to show up every night, like knowing that those lights are gonna be on you, um, knowing that uh, like figuring out early, learning early that no one cares, uh, that you gotta um, like, I mean, really not to just tripper. Right. Cry over no spilled milk. So just really getting to it and then learn, like, the game, like, off the court, uh, knowing that it's a game within a game and learn how to, uh, like, maneuver around. So. Gotcha. You can relax a little bit, bro. Get comfortable in that chair. Man. You know, there's a lot, a, lot, a lot of legends in the bit on that couch. There you go. There you go. Get loose. You decided to, you know, why a lot of kids are jumping to the, uh, to the G League. You decided to take your talents to Westwood. Uh, where me and a couple of our producers went. Uh, what what did UCLA do to win you over? Honestly, I didn't, like, during, it was kind of easy during the recruiting process, if I'm being honest, because I didn't, I didn't really see myself in anywhere else. Um, I decommitted. I was committed my freshman year, and then they got a new coach, and then Corona came in. I saw what he was doing with the program. Um, it was something I wanted to be a part of. I feel like UCLA is hard to really just pass up on, you mm-hmm. know? And then... Uh, like being from Chicago and then moving to LA, having two uh, mass media markets behind me, and then like endless opportunities who I'll be able to 
you know, I might sit next to Steven Spielberg in class. I right. might not ever know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just the relationships that I build there. Yeah. The business of basketball. I was playing high school ball and such under, under the spotlight. Like, I know I went to Oak Hill. I got a, some shine. My high school wasn't shit, so you I don't know, know nothing about what y'all yeah. was talking about. You know what I'm saying? And it, but but now it's it's totally different. When I was in high school, like it's basically like the NBA because of social media and so much stuff. How like how was that dealing with that every night? It, it was definitely a lot at first, but uh, honestly, like I dealt with a lot of stuff like off the court, like leading up to like coming in like to the spotlight and just honestly uh, keep the main thing the main thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, knowing that like nothing else really matters if I'm not if I'm not producing on the court. So that kinda like shut all the outside noise from me and I kinda just viewed it as like a simulation, like on some second life type like vibes, like I've been here before. I didn't okay. put my work in. So most like, most people don't think of it like that and that's impressive because you got celebrities at the game and most people get caught up in that instead of getting caught up what they're here for. Right. You know what I mean? But that shows why you separate yourself as far as being a top player. For most players because everybody can't play under that light yeah. well i know you gave like the politically correct answer but what is it like seeing drake courtside obviously seeing Bron a lot since you're playing with Bronny. when you when that first happened obviously you grew out uh, you grew to get used to it but when it first happened what was that like it was honestly fire but if, I, if i'm really being honest with you like i there aren't like really too many people that like That'll like pull up to the game. I'm like, damn. Now the first time when Drake came, that was right. That was like definitely. I figure Drake and Bron are probably the two. You didn't yeah, ran across really everyone two. in L. A. Oh, you know one, Chief Keith, because he doesn't leave his crib okay. at all. Like you <laughs> can't a get Chicago him. dude too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't leave. You can't get him to come out of the crib for anything. Yeah. So when I saw him at a game. That was a. That's what's up. That was definitely a legendary moment. Drake for sure. Um, definitely after we lost, uh, he gave me some, some words of encouragement yeah. just to keep my head up, and it's happened to the best of yeah. us. That's dope. But now, see, what I like is, like you said, you're getting a taste of what that next level is like. And to be level-headed already, when you take that jump, you're going to be more prepared. Obviously, you're going to be hit with some new situation shit because once you get in the league, it's like unlike anything you've ever seen. But obviously, that's going to be a process. But to be level-headed at this point going into it, you got a head start. Um, what are you looking forward to the most about the Iverson Classic? Obviously... Uh, Jack is going to be your coach. He's already put it out that you're winning MVP. So what are you looking for uh, forward to about that game? You know, I don't just talk just to be talking. Never that fam. Sometimes he does, but I not this time. Uh, um, probably just in like just enjoying my time being one of the guys. Uh, like there's so many, there's so many knowledgeable guys that are going to be around me. Um, just enjoy like pick people's brains and just. Um, Really, it's my last high school game, so just right. mm-hmm. going out with a bang and just enjoying myself, really. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, preparing for UCLA, obviously you're going right up the street. What aspect of your game are you focusing on right oh, oh, now? Oh, oh. Bro, it's a lot of UCLA questions. God, I, I mean, I get it. I get it, though. I get it, though. I get it. Are you I get it. Are you bothered? I'm just saying, I get it, though, but damn. What's the problem? I, I just wanted to throw that out. I get it. Yeah. Okay. See, see, get I get it. This the kind of hate we get. Hey, I just had hey, to throw that out hey, there, this bro. This the kind of hate we hey, get, bro. I, I, hey, I, I, I just hey. had to throw that out there. Hey, see, just I didn't mean to interrupt. I just had to, them two. My nigga, I had to let, let them three know I get it. So just I get so it. you know, like when you're light skinned with good hair and go to UCLA, I get it, dog. This I get the kind it. of shit you yeah. get from niggas like I get it. My bad, bro. I get it, bro. I get it. You may at some point have to fight for it. That's just what light skins at UCLA do. That's just what it is. Anyway. Before we were interrupted.
interrupted. Oh shit! Nah, but what are you really focusing on in your in the off game? Obviously, jumping from high school to college is is, is going to be a big change. Uh, but combo guard, point guard, two guard. What do you prefer to play when you're out there? Uh, probably just a combo guard. Um, being able to uh, being a little bit bigger than the guards and uh, really boarding and getting out, uh, uh, coming to like a one man fast break and really just creating for others and then. Uh, taking over and scoring like really when I need to, whatever else my team really needs me to do. One thing I like about you is you're well-rounded. You play both sides of the ball, but if you could point out a weakness or two on the offensive side of your game, what would you say you feel like you need to improve in? Probably uh, probably slowing, slowing my game down. Your pace down. Yeah, change the speed. Yeah, change the speed um, and just my jumper. I feel like I I don't think I'll ever be maxed out on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm only six four, six five, so I got to be able to get my jumper off, get to a pull up a mid range, mm-hmm. um, a floater over, like bigger guys. So I'm definitely still gonna try to punch on them every time. As I get, you so. should. Is there anybody that you kind of see with a similar game to you that's already in the league? Um, yeah, there there are a couple players I like. I like Devin Booker. Ooh. Um, John Morant, um, Jason Tatum, Bradley Beal. Yeah. Them type dudes, they all they killers. all killers. Yeah, how right. was your NIL experience? Well, how's it been? It's been fire so far. I mean, I have a couple. Like, can I talk about it or no? We can do you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, well, are, we, are we sure? Yeah. No facts. Because she was. Yeah. I, I mean. I don't. Basket? I don't. There's a... <laughs> <laughs> you want to be Sack Five's partner? Oh, right. No. Too eager. Yeah. No. Yeah. So like, I gotta. I have a. You like the little spray brown backpacks. I'm I'm doing one with my my little sister and I, so Dope. she could walk around like with herself and like get a bag for a little like all her friends just mm-hmm. to just to rock. Try to get them in the stores just for everyone to to kind of have. Mm-hmm. Like I started like like my own ten wave, but it's really like your own wave. Like you can ride your own wave, and ten is like me personally, but I feel like everyone can ride their own wave and like their own lane, you know. Okay. So that and then. I just did a deal with C4. That was fired. Oh, just the sports like, drinks. Yeah, yeah. sports drinks just for energy drinks, staying right. And then I just got an NIL deal with uh, with Porsche. Oh, so that's, yeah. oh that's how fire. you figured about that one? That's fine. She had to remind you about that one. I mean, so you about to get a car? Yeah, Ooh. it's coming on pretty Bro, soon. Can you so. imagine motherfucking being, well, I was driving around in a four-door uh, Snoop DeVille <laughs> when I was in high school. Lincoln Continental, velvet seats. Door wouldn't stay closed. I had to hold the bitch closed like this. This motherfucker's me driving a Porsche first day of college. Well, the qu- next question is who is helping you with your business decisions? But we see mom is holding it down yeah, as she should Dukes, be. Yeah, holding it down. Down. Shout out moms. That's dope. Well, man, we appreciate you joining us. Best of luck in the Iverson Classic. Uh, best of luck at UCLA. We know we'll be out there checking you out, man. And, uh, man, God bless, man. Continue man, to do your thank thing, bro. No doubt. Appreciate you, bro. Next up. Something you were going to speak, and it was funny, too, because I was watching your story, laughing the whole entire weekend uh, while I was stuck working. You were out partying at Coachella. <laughs> um, experience, tell us about it. Yeah. Some of the, uh, some of the uh, acts you saw. Me and Jack got to get our asses out there next year. No, for like sure. You guys would absolutely love it. It's fun. It's, you know, it's in Palm Springs, two and a half hours away, and it's just a big-ass adult playground outside, great music, all these parties. 
you know, you'll go to like a Revolve party and Post Malone and Jack Harlow will perform. Mm. And then you'll go to the festival and they have, you know, whatever taste of music you like. If you like deep house DJs from Ibiza, they have that. They have 21 Savage and Big Sean and they have that. Then they have like the Doja Cats and the Billie Eilish. So uh-huh. you just kind of bounce around. You absolutely cannot be sober. Uh, it's packed. Rule one. It's packed, but it's fun, bro. It's it's just such a good party. You just bop around. You get in the sprinter. You go from party to party. You see everybody in the world. Right. Um, and it's just a blast. This is why I look like absolute dog shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about your. You said, you said you made a drive home, and you never understood what rest stops were for. Uh, so I have always made fun of these rest stops, right? These trucker stops. I had a two and a half hour drive home this morning to where I dead ass stopped in a rest stop and took a nap for twenty minutes. <laughs> I was actually feeling like like it was dangerous for me to drive. It was bad. That's dope. Yeah. You know, that's something I've always wanted to do. Never had an opportunity, but we definitely got to make it. Maybe we can take all the smoke out to uh, have get all the smoke oh, outside of Coachella next I was, We definitely got to go to Coachella, but I want to send a shout out to Bun B and Trill Burgers. Bun but, uh, brought Trill, Trill Burgers down there to Coachella. Yeah. He no. killing them. Did yeah. He? he killing Each them. Each restaurant, yeah, restaurants, brands, they have their little pop-up stations. So there's food there. You don't go to, it's not like in no, in no sit-down dinners. It's all there on the property. Right. It's fire. Dope. All right. Well, if we if you were gonna uh, pick a lineup uh, for Coachella, Jack, I'll start with you first. Who would be five acts you personally want to see uh, at Coachella? Alive, dead alive? Nah, because they, nah, they got the holograms. Remember, remember Pac <laughs> made his debut. Pac oh, made his debut okay. at Coachella. Boy, you just did something right there. Yeah. So I'm going Pimp C and mm-hmm. Bun B. Holo, you know, hologram yeah. pimp with Pimp C. I'm going Michael Jackson. Ooh. Um. I would love to see Chris Brown. With uh, Mike? Yeah. That'd be dope. Why not? Why yeah, not? that'd be dope. Uh, I'm going to go Bob Marley. Ooh. And I think I'll go Janis Joplin because she from Port Arthur, Texas. And she was she used to turn up. Oh. I'm talking she was on everything popping. And she from Port Arthur. <laughs> so, yeah, y'all know what time it is to be. Chandler, being there, someone who is a, 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 one of the festival experts. Yeah. So you know what kind of energy certain artists bring. Who would be your five-person lineup? Yeah, so I like a little. I like a variety, right? Okay, so talk I to like, us. I would go with. I would go with old school. I would go with like Snoop and Dre. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would go with Current. I would go with Drake. Okay. I would. You gotta go something for the white people with the he, DJs. He's definitely talking about yeah. the experience, Coachella. Yeah. Yeah, he, ha- he, he's but experienced, this, but he said something you for the white to people. Do stuff. So you gotta go like Calvin Harris or Chainsmoke. You gotta get a white DJ in there. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> And then the and then the millennials these days you gotta throw in like a Billie Eilish or a Doja yeah. Cat someone yeah. like that, uh-huh. but uh, yeah I like a little variety of it. But Drake and Snoop would be fire. The headliners, yeah, that'd be hard. Yeah. I like how he broke it down because he's been there. What about you, uh, Martin Lewis? My list, my list. I would do. I agree with you for old school. I would go Snoop, Dre, and Pox hologram. Um, and then I let Nipsey come out and do a little set with them too, mm-hmm. since we're just doing holograms. Right. <laughs> um, right. For the ladies, I would do a uh, for the first time ever on stage. I'd bring Beyonce and Rihanna mm. together. Mm. They go crazy. Beyonce did it with Jay Z, and it was yeah, like, right. Yeah. I heard it was dope. Yeah. Um, for the white people, <laughs> I would do a Jack Harlow and Post Malone, and who's a girl in a Doja Cat? They love her. Yeah. Um, and for me personally, I would want to see for my last act, I would want to see a Drake and Jay Z. Yeah, that's hard. That'd be my list. Uh, before we get out of here, Jack, this guy was in Coachella. 
Uh, I was working the playoffs. You were working in Dallas at the Earl, Earl Spence fight, uh, doing some analyst work. Uh, what was that experience like from the weigh-in to the fight to everyone you saw? We all got big shit popping, huh? Yeah. Yeah, um, it was a blessing to be a part of it, first of all. You know, it was in Texas. Uh, you know, I'm a Cowboy fan, so this is my first time in AT&T Stadium. Mm. So you felt like a win, too, or because the person you were rooting for won in the stadium. <laughs> yeah, I, and, and we actually got a win in there. Yeah. Fucking Cowboys. Yeah. I, but then again, I got a chance to roam around the stadium my first time, going to the locker room. So it was a yeah. great experience for yeah, me. Yeah. And to see Errol take care of his business after he'd been through the eye surgery and been the car and so much, uh, to see him come out and, and go through the adversity with Ben, with Ben's, you know, shaking a little bit to come out and stopping the fight. The whole environment, I had number 88 right in front of me, Michael Irvin. Cowboy you know, legend. I, Shout I, out hold to Mike. On. I had Michael Pearson right behind me, the future Hall of Famer, uh, rookie of the year this yeah. year in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, I had Dez Bryant to the right. I had Vaughn Miller to the right, all Texas boys. Yeah. So it was it was a ble- – oh, Raekwon to my left. It was, and uh, Steve Espinosa, I appreciate it, but it, it was just a great uh, time. I even – was there when Charlos got into it with Benavidez. Oh, so they've been talking a lot, and they, and they they was right in front of me and Espinosa, and they was about to go at it. And who were you going to jump in with? I was jumping in with nobody. <laughs> you was chilling? No, Charlos yeah. is my Charlos is family. your people, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but, but you had too much jewelry on the fight that weekend. But I wasn't fighting anyway, because I'm not getting paid through none, for none of this shit. So I was just <laughs> stepping between it. Y'all, all y'all save y'all money. I know what it feels like to lose money fighting when you shouldn't be, right. especially in the stands. So yeah. y'all chill out. But I was being a peacemaker, bro, because no, I, I was enjoying the night. You've turned over Lee. I popped on the TV for one second. I had to turn it off because you had too much jewelry on for me. Instantly, it was just too much. I had to just, I had to go back to Twitter and follow because <laughs> you had too much jewelry on for me. I couldn't handle it. It was too much. <laughs> but anyway, man, I'm looking forward. So, I mean, this through guy, that fight, man. you know, Arrow won. Shout out he, Earl, man. Uh, he called out Bud Crawford. I was in the locker room with him and I was putting on his belts mat. I say, you know, I was just saying it out loud. Who's next? Who's next? He came around to him and said, you know who next? So, you know, Bud Crawford, which Bud is my Crawford. guy, too, is going to be That's a great fight, be, man. His, 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 uh, I think uh, Bud Crawford's trainer said they're going to beat the shit out of old boy, too. So that's going to be a good it's, one. It's going to be a good Hopefully one. Hopefully we can catch that one at the end of the year. Real <laughs> quick, Jack, it's your birthday. Hey. Uh, you know, we sent you some shoes. That ain't no... Um, no, these are special. Yeah, yeah, that these ain't are, no regular box. Yeah, these are some <laughs> custom shit. So these, it was hard to get these, but we know... You know what kind of shoe connoisseur you are and how you have fits for everything. So you dirty bitch you. Oh, Open this so everyone can see. Yes, Lord. Y'all know I like shit. Oh, the cameras, this look yeah. good. <laughs> 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 hey, don't, hey, show them, <laughs> show them dog bones. Oh my God! <laughs> hey, let everyone see so everyone can laugh. This is fucking classic, dog. Look at this bullshit, man. <laughs> the proteges. This was Jack's this custom shoe. Five. That's the, the stack five. five. So what, hey, tell everyone just a reminder what happened the first time you wore those in Golden State in 07. So anybody who have these, let me go and break them down to you, okay? <laughs> Your first two jab steps, you're gonna need a new pair, okay? Because this whole side gonna come off, and the first time you do a reverse layup, you're not gonna have no sole in the back. 
I had to wear a different pair every quarter. <laughs> this is the worst shoe ever, bro. Hey, shout out Al Harrington. Protege, man, get these shits about it. <laughs> hey, man, that's a wrap. What's the burden? You got me. You got me. Yeah, shout out Nate. Yeah, me and Nate worked on Nasty that one. Nasty Nate, y'all got me. Yeah, man, what's birdie? You can catch us every week on Showtime Basketball YouTube. They had some shit I couldn't even read on here to make me think they was from Italy or something for real. <laughs> <laughs> and on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok, you bastards. And again, Chandler, welcome to the family, Thank bro. You. We'll get you next time. Uh, man, that's oh, it. Let me do it over. I got to do that over. Okay. And on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and show basketball. And again, Chandler, welcome to the family, bro. Yes, sir. Pleasure to well, have you. you. Looking yes, forward to uh, getting to work with you a little and bit And Coachella more. with him. Yeah, we're going to do that, yeah, because you know he's got the experience. Yes. We'll see you all next week. Peace. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 
got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.